Priscilla McKinney, CEO and Mama Bird here at Little Bird Marketing. You're listening to Flock Stars, the Ponderings from the Perch miniseries. In this season of Flock Stars, we're showcasing amazing people who attended the 2018 Women in Research Executive Retreat. You'll get to hear from these market research experts in short, bite-sized episodes. This episode is sponsored by our friends at Greenbook. Through their blog, leading market research directory, and other publications, Greenbook connects marketers and insights professionals with people, information, and ideas that generate better business results. So whether you're looking for a focus group facility or just want to stay up to date with the ever-evolving insights industry, Greenbook is the resource for you. Check out all they have to offer at greenbook.org. We love it. We know you'll love it. I have with me today, Diane Gardner, and I have to say today, because it's 5 p.m. for me and I really need a glass of wine, but for Diane, it's the first thing she's doing in the morning. So I have Diane Gardner with me, the CEO of Bastion Latitude. Welcome to Flock Stars. Thank you. And while you're having a glass of wine, I'm having my coffee. Okay. (laughs) Don't get too much because you know, you and I, we can get talking whether it's wine or coffee. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. This is my new BFF, people. <laughs> I found her at Wire Exec, and I'm like, I, I'm I'm com- going to completely, like, uh, you know, attach myself to Diane and follow her everywhere because she is totally a, uh, an absolute rock star in the MR world and really for entrepreneurs, too. So, Diane, I want you to tell people a little bit about some of the key moments we so quickly got into when we got to know each other. You started telling me some of your story and your journey in your entrepreneur uh, career. And I was totally fascinated. And I know, I know, I know that my audience would love to hear about some of those key moments. So tell us about your journey, uh, you know, into CEO and and now with Bastion Latitude. What's that? What's what's going on? Well, I suppose my journey started over 10 years ago when I actually um, took the leap of faith and uh, started my own research business um, called Latitude Insights back then. Um, and that was really off the back of having worked in some boutique agencies back here in Australia and realising that, hey, I could probably do this myself. Why don't I give that a go? And I did start it. And 10 years on, I'm now part of a bigger entity. Um, so about two and a half years ago, almost three years ago, I decided to sell 80% of my business to Bastion Collective, which is a broader marketing, one of the largest independent marketing agencies here in Australia. And I did that to help me grow, the business grow and be better all round for for myself and the team. And that's the journey we've we've kind of, we have actually had over the last uh, two and a half, three years. I know that your experience was really a very positive experience, but it was also a very hard experience. And I, I enjoy hearing about that. You know, a lot of people, their their ideas, yeah, let me grow this company up and so I can sell it. Well, that's the dream for some people. You 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 got that dream and now you have a larger, you know, entity behind you so you can reach more. But tell us a little bit about how was that also giving up a little bit of your baby? Yeah, absolutely. And I will also say, you know, running your own gig for the eight years prior to that is hard work. Um, <laughs> and, and anyone, you know, we can all talk about the good things and that's often what you hear about running your own business. And absolutely, I, 
I don't, in a lot of ways, I can't imagine not running my own business. And I still am, but I'm doing it as part of a bigger thing. Um, but having said that, after eight years, I needed I needed something to change and I couldn't keep doing it myself. So that's in part why I decided to to sell 80%. But giving up 80% of your business in a lot of ways for a, someone who's been doing it by themselves for that long is one of the hardest things you can actually decide to do. And it's <laughs> in a lot of ways... Um, the mindset that you take on in doing that is probably one of the key differences. If you think about it as giving up 80% of your business, you're probably not going to go very far. Um, <laughs> if you think about it in a different way of, no, this is going to help everyone and without this, I don't know where we would be today, mm-hmm. um, uh, is part of the probably the way I thought about it. And the other thing is like, what am I actually going to gain out of this? And the thing I gained is uh, most is a whole raft of support around me that I didn't otherwise have. Mm. Um, And for small business owners who are trying to grow, you can certainly, you know, get yourself to a certain point in business, but to actually grow that to the next level is a whole different scenario. Um, And, you know, that's basically where we had found ourselves is I could get to a certain point, but I couldn't really by myself get it beyond that. Um, and and that's why I made that decision. Now, having said that, has that journey to doing that been an easy one? Absolutely not. It came with lots of challenges, first of which was, you know, taking a small company of um, 12 to 15 people into a, a larger one of 100 plus is um, huge culture shock to everyone, trying to understand each other's businesses a challenge in itself uh dealing with you know as a, as the person who had run the business made all the decisions I now had stakeholders galore around me that I had to think about <laughs> and communicate to that's well wow, that's yeah <laughs> that creates a whole new set of challenges yeah, I yeah. never thought about in all honesty <laughs> right well I love one thing that you said in there about you know you there were particular skills, you know, that you had brought the company to a certain place, but that you weren't going to be able to bring it to the next place. And I think that's kind of makes me reflect a little bit on when you were at other boutique, you know, market research firms, and you had gone as far as you could for yourself there and realized, hey, I've got to leave this, I've got to take this big leap, because I can go farther if I do this new thing. And then it's so funny, because in some ways, you're coming full circle, coming back to a large, larger company, but yet it's the same motivation saying, look, I have particular gifts, particular skills, maybe even some hidden talents that, you know, my my peers don't have. And if I do this next thing, I'll be able to expand again, you know, put my wings out and fly. So I, I like that idea. What do you think were some of the like particular skills and maybe maybe some hidden talents that you had that brought you into entrepreneurship and what were the ones that brought you back, you know, into working with a large company with other stakeholders? I think probably like any entrepreneur is about seeing the opportunities um, and not being afraid of the risks that that are actually part of that as well. Um, you know, taking the leap at any point and, and being being able to accept the changes that will come with it and having the resilience to get through some of those challenges that are probably going to, that are definitely going to come with those changes. 
um, are really one of the keys to, I think, where I've got to today. Um, change is hard for anyone, um, but unless we kind of lean into it, you know, we're not going to become better people and harness those opportunities that are in front of us without kind of leaning into that. And I think they're the moments, if I think back on my career, the moments that where I've really leant into those to change, to accepting that this is going to be hard, but Mm -hmm. when I come out the other end, we'll all be better for it, Mm -hmm. Um, uh, are the moments that have probably defined where I've got to. Let's take a break and hear about this episode's sponsor. I need you to check your calendar right now. What are your plans on February 18th and 19th? If your answer wasn't IIEX Europe, here's why it needs to be. Hosted in beautiful Amsterdam, Greenbook's IIEX Europe is all about new ideas, new approaches, and new connections in market research and insights. Sounds amazing, right? It gets better. One of the most standout parts of IIEX is the focus on startups and how they are challenging the status quo in the market research space. The event hosts the Startup Track and Insight Innovation Competition, bringing new, cutting-edge companies and ideas to the stage. Join the brightest and boldest minds in market research, all under one roof. Attendees will be in great company with speakers from Heineken, IFF, Samsung, and Dannon. For the full lineup and registration details, visit the event site at iiex-eu.insightinnovation.org or just click the link in our show notes. Register with the promo code LITTLEBIRD and you'll save 20%. See you there. Do you think there was a particular thing that the Bastion group actually saw in you that thought, wait, she you know, what, what do you think they identified? Why did they want you? I think in part it's some of the resilience um, that I had shown throughout the life of my career. And one of that is, you know, in in our business, um, we had gone through the ups and downs of every business and particularly through a very um, tough period where one of my, you know, I'd built up uh, and grown quite quickly in the business over the first few years, but off the back of one particular client in particular. And when that client went away, that put us in a very, you know, precarious position there for a while. Mm-hmm. Um I dug my heels in, uh, got us out of that pretty quickly. Um, well, not quickly. It actually probably took us a couple of years <laughs> to recover from that, actually. In I can retrospect, it looks yeah. so quick. <laughs> it's yeah, all so easy, Diane. <laughs> exactly. It did actually take us a couple mm. of years. But um, in a lot of ways, that was one of the defining moments that probably uh, I know was something that, made Bastion sort of look at us and go, well, we know she can grow the business, but we equally know she can get through the tough times. And every business has both of those. Oh, I love um, that. I love whereas, that. you know, whereas we, we can all keep growing and it all looks shiny for a while, but there will always be those moments where, hang on, something's <laughs> not not going quite as I planned. Right, what right. What the hell am I going to do about that? Oh, that is totally, I, I, I love that idea of resiliency. So in in you mentioned that you know Bastion when you, when you sold that piece of it it really is it's a raft to you like you've got this support system this amazing thing that's helping you go further but inside of that have there been mentors that have played a role and I'd love to kind of transition that also in into the question of were any of those mentors women how how has that been for you 
Yes, I actually, um, that's an interesting question because I think now and I look at, you know, um, the world around me and researchers around me and go, wow, there are a lot more opportunities for mentors, etc. I think my mentors were the people I worked with um, and luckily in a couple of the boutique agencies I worked with, they were led by strong women. Uh, so, yes, women have been a key factor in in my career. They had been, you know, operated and run by a couple of very strong women in in a couple of those firms. And that had helped me and, you know, shown me that, yeah, of course, I can go do this. Had they mentored me specifically? Probably not. I think that was more about, you know, just sort of observing, seeing how they did things, etc. Um, I think today, you know, there's a lot more opportunity to seek out mentors per se. I don't, I don't think I did enough of that earlier in my career. Um, I think I certainly surround myself with different mentors today and acknowledge that I actually need different people in different parts to support me in different ways. So I think I would encourage anyone to sort of seek out those different mentors. As I said, I don't think I did enough of it when I was younger. Well, this is a Wire Flock Stars, you know, miniseries. And so I really like to point out to people a lot of times that Many people don't know that women in research as a group, it's free. It's free to join. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know, can't imagine why anyone wouldn't be part of it. It's mm-hmm. such a fabulous organization. And to, to, as you said, it's free. There's a mentorship program. I know I mentor someone. And yeah, it's, it's, why wouldn't, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you be part of it? It's a fabulous organization. <laughs> now, we were lucky enough to be invited to the Women in Research Exec Retreat. And we're going to talk about in that one second. But you mentioned a couple of things about being an entrepreneur and risk. And also, I got to let you give a moment to tell a little bit about the, you know, your, your little of your personal story. You're not only a risk taker in, um, in your field, but you and your husband own a vineyard. So there's risk on all sides here. Yeah, <laughs> I like to. Um, <laughs> somewhere along the way, we thought that was, you know, well, that was a bit of a spontaneous decision we jumped into. And and like all the things we do, um, we tend to then drive that into, wow, this can be a great opportunity in business here and let's grow it and make life really easy for ourselves. <laughs> I, I love it. And I, I am envisioning myself um, in uh, at your vineyard in um, outside of Melbourne someday. Me just sitting there having a glass of wine with you. It's going to be lovely. <laughs> Absolutely. I must admit, that's one of the things. So while I say that's, you know, it's that's another business ad, uh, adventure we're on. And it's a completely different one to my, you know, market research business adventure. But he and, you know, my partner and I have always he's you know been someone who's been in his own business his entire life he doesn't know how to work for anyone else and uh, together we've kind of we throw ourselves at these things but um actually sitting back and enjoying a glass of pinot noir on on your deck overlooking uh, the vineyard is a beautiful way to kind of go well you know i can do i can do certain things in my life things could be worse (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i'm just i'm just trying to cue you up for just going you know what we need here we need priscilla to visit so (laughs) exactly i'm all for you please come down we can do a podcast (laughs) oh yeah we'll do you know well we'll we'll do a few podcasts but you know we'll really be drinking more wine so i i don't trust 
us with the schedule. <laughs> it was really cool to have you come all the way from Melbourne and um, and come to the Wire Exec retreat. So what did you get out of the, the that retreat? I mean, it was such a great power-packed several days of amazing support. But for you, what what, what was actionable? Yeah, um, well, for me, just the actual... I think I described it to someone when I came back as like, wow, it was that moment where I had found my tribe and, yes, I'd I'd probably, I think I'd travelled the furthest of anyone to get there, Um, but that opportunity to surround myself with business owners or high-level execs that were in my industry that understood, you know, what we were each talking about and really just had that real... um, real conversations about where we were all at, um, that opportunity just is very rare. And, yeah, I absolutely love the Wire Exec Retreat and would recommend it to anyone as an opportunity to reflect, um, have some real time out and really have some real conversations with people who have probably either been or are in similar positions to um, what you're experiencing. Yeah, we had some some powerfully, um, incredibly experienced women sitting at the different tables. And I thought it was really cool that we changed tables every day because we got to go deeper with some, you know, really kind of challenging issues. But we were constantly talking to different people. And while you and I always went and got a glass of wine after, <laughs> which was fine, <laughs> you know, we, you know, you also got in a position where we were forced to talk to other people and they didn't always have our same opinions or perspective. And I, I found that really helpful. Um, what do you What do you like to do in Wire in your region, the local one that your chapter does, the one that's free to join for everybody in market research? What have been some things you've done within that group? Because you mentioned that you do mentor someone. So what is that like? Yeah, so um, I've only I've been doing that for the last year. So joined the, the mentor program as a mentor. Um, we get together once a month or so and just talk through what's going on in her life, her career, etc., and help sort of put some put some frameworks around that and help her think of things in a different way. And moving beyond that, you know, the wire events um, that they usually have a couple of times a year in um, in Melbourne here. Um, are fantastic. We've often sponsored those events. And really, I just encourage my entire team to go along, hear what's here from a speaker, but equally network with others in the industry and, and, um, and you know, have, have some real conversations. Yeah, I, I love it. Well, you and I could talk forever, and I do want to have you on my normal podcast series so you could really talk and dive in a little deeper about the entrepreneur journey that you are on because selling a business is something that I get a lot of questions about. And it's one of those things that people keep asking, can someone just tell their real story? Like, really, what, you know, how does this work? And, you know, that's that's a long story, but it's one that I, I find fascinating. And, and I love how open you are about sharing, you know, what what went right? What went wrong? What could I have done here? And I love that what you said about you know, being very willing at this point in your career to admit, hey, I need help with this and I need to have people support me and I need to have several people around me. One person who's supporting me in this, one person who's supporting me in this way, you know, because we all are very multifaceted. So 
Diane, thank you so much for coming on Flock Stars for our Wire Exec retreat kind of rehash and um, regroup and um, kind of a little bit of a celebration. So you really made the retreat for me. It was really awesome. Thank you. And I had the most fabulous time at Wire Exec and, and, and encourage anyone to go I along. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Flock Stars. We'd love to hear from you, so be sure to give us a review and rating on iTunes or wherever you downloaded this podcast. Happy marketing! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.